Welcome to Pelvic Biz Podcast. I'm Dr. Kelly Alhui. I've grown my pelvic health practice, orthopelvic physical therapy, and now I'm helping pelvic health professionals do the same. Each week, I give you the knowledge you need to grow your practice. Let's get into today's episode. The Pelvic Biz Podcast is sponsored by Jane, an all-in-one practice management software that offers intuitive features like booking, charting, and billing to help run your practice. Jane knows payments are an everyday part of running your practice. With that in mind, they've created a PCI-compliant payment solution called Jane Payments that offers flexible online and terminal payments for your practice. With Jane Payments, you can collect a credit card through an intake form or your online booking payment policy which can be charged later on. You can also send payment request emails or texts to collect outstanding balances. You can learn more at gene.app slash payments or use the code PavyBizOneMo at gene.app slash start to receive a one-month grace period applied to your new Jane account. Today, we're going to go over how to become a female entrepreneur, especially in the pelvic health space. Um, so many tips and tricks to go over. I could start anywhere. But I think the Biggest thing I'm going to start with is what qualities after coaching, you know, over 60 something pelvic health PTs be able to leave, you know, practices they weren't happy with and start their own practices. Um, I think these are the qualities that most of them tend to have. So number one, everyone's scared. Okay. So you are not alone if you're listening to this thinking, I'm so scared. I don't know if I can do this. We're all scared, okay? We all, when we first start out, have no money. Very few people that I know have a lot of money when they're trying to start a practice. It just doesn't work out that way because part of the reason why they're trying to leave where they're at is because they're not getting paid their worth. So most of us are scared. We don't have money. Most of us have a family or kids. So that's always a concern of, I don't know if this is the right timing. Uh, my kids are this age or um, my family is doing this or, you know, I'm not in the right location that I want to be yet. All the things. Let me just tell you this. There will never be a perfect time to start a business. And if that is an excuse that you're saying to yourself, it's just that it's an excuse that will make you not get started. So no matter whatever is going on in your life, today's the day. But if you're listening to this podcast, today is the day to start your business. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't take much, really doesn't take much. The other, you know, belief that a lot of us have is, oh, I'm an introvert. I hate talking to people. How am I going to grow a practice? I hate this. Okay. And that doesn't even mean a brick and mortar practice. You don't have to grow a brick and mortar practice. You can grow an online practice. You can grow an online membership. There's so many different options now out there that you can do to become an entrepreneur. The biggest thing that I find with this is, I would write this down, number one, what population do you want to treat? What is your passion? If you don't have a passion, then here's number two. What big problem can you solve for people? What is something that you see that people have difficulty with and that potentially you could come up with the solution? Or you have the tools or skill set that could come up with the solution. Number three, you've got to figure out where do these people hang out? Where do my population hang out? Okay, that's key. And then what you do is, number four is, 
just start talking to them. Like literally talk to them. Ask them, what do they want? If they had this, what would make it easier for them in their lives? If they had this problem solved, what would that mean to them if this problem was solved? Well, it would mean that I get to hang out with my husband and blah, blah. Okay, great. Well, fantastic. I'm going to help you solve that problem. Okay. Also, what I find with female entrepreneurs that are really, you know, amazing at what they do is they have some pain. They have a story. And most of you guys that are listening to this have a story. You have a unique, individualized story. And you have to look back at your past self or just your past and say, what was painful for me? And it may not seem like that big, like passing the boards or this person in class rejected you or um, you didn't fit in school or, you know, you're probably thinking, oh, that's such, such a little thing. It's not, especially when you're, you know, at a younger age, the biggest thing you want to do is fit in when you're in school, right? And so use some of that grit and some of that pain to actually make you just start the thing because maybe there's a belief in there of I was never good enough when I was growing up or I would never fit in. So why would I fit in in this entrepreneur journey? Um, but the reality is that's a belief that's actually holding you back. And until you push through that belief and just say, screw it, I want to do it, then you're still just going to be held back. Because most people also really care about what everyone else thinks. They really do. I personally do not. Because let me tell you a little story on my background. And this is my background. Okay, it feeds right into this. Is I grew up where most of you guys don't know this, but I had a learning disability where I was put in these special classes. It was so painful that I was so uncomfortable from first grade all the way until freaking high school when I was in these classes every single day. I was terrified if the teacher called on me to try to read. I absolutely hated reading out loud. I still do, okay? But I was so uncomfortable for 18 years of my life that when it comes to business, it's very hard to make me uncomfortable because I've had to sit in that uncomfortable situation for so many times. I didn't know that was going to actually be a superpower for business. I didn't know that at the time. But now looking back, I use that to help uh, handle hard situations, be able to be so uncomfortable. But most people can't be so uncomfortable because they've never even experienced such uncomfortable situations before because they've never been put in it. So if you're one of those people, what can put you outside your comfort zone? And it can actually be like the most simplest things. Like you're like, hey, I want to go sleep in my bed tonight, but instead I'm going to be uncomfortable and go put out a tent in my yard and sleep there. That's an uncomfortable situation. Okay. If you're like, hey, I never thought I could like climb this mountain. I really want to climb this mountain. Guess what? Just go climb the mountain. That's an uncomfortable situation. And that right there is actually going to make you grow. Okay, but doing that repetitively is going to give you confidence to become the female entrepreneur, because I don't know about you guys, but when I was starting the journey, the last thing I wanted to do was become an entrepreneur. The last thing I wanted to do. You know why? My number one thing was 
I saw all my old stressed out bosses and they were so stressed out that I was like, hell no, I would never do that to myself. That seems like such pain in the butt. But the reality was, A, I don't think they weren't entrepreneuring as well as they probably could have been. And B, I've learned that it doesn't have to be the way that they were doing it, that I actually have to do it. Because I've had other mentorship now that has helped guided me to do it in a way that actually gives me my time back instead of me suffering in clinic every single day thinking, oh my God, I got to treat all these patients and then I got to manage this and then I got to you know, figure out how to push the business forward and all the things. I figured out a better way to do it so that I don't have to be the stressed out boss. So that's, you know, that's the beauty. What I found is you got to be a risk taker. You have to be a risk taker. The people that take the risk are the people that get the biggest rewards. The people that still sit in the comfortable zone, they don't get the rewards. They really don't. So the more that every single situation that you have in your life that you can get in the uncomfortableness, the more that you'll actually grow and the faster you will grow and get out of the pain. And then I think the last thing here is um, know your strengths. Know what your strength is. So for me, I know that I'm not good at reading and writing. It's not my strength. So I'm not going to sit there and try to perfect how to write a blog post. It would be stupid of me to do that because it could take someone else that you could hire maybe an hour to write it. For me, it would take me like three weeks to write a blog post. Well, now thanks to AI, probably not, but still, okay? It would, that would be so stupid of me to try to waste my time on that. Instead, know your strengths. My strength is speaking. So with speaking, how can I improve my speaking? So one thing I did was I hired a voice coach because I tend to yell because I can't hear. Um, and so I just tend to get hype and yell when I talk, but I don't mean to yell. So I hired a voice coach to help me with the tone of my voice so it doesn't come across like I'm yelling at everyone, okay? But that's something that is helping me towards the strength that I'm feeding into that's actually gonna help propel me forward because I'm a better speaker and my strength's gonna stand out more rather than my weaknesses. So if you're like, man, I really want to become an entrepreneur. I just don't have the confidence to do this. I haven't taken enough Con Ed courses yet. That's another belief that people have. I haven't taken enough Con Ed courses yet. I hear that all the time. Guess what? Your orthopedic background that you got from physical therapy school or OT school or PTA school is literally sufficient enough. And as long as you've taken Herman Wallace level one or APTA level one, you are an amazing pelvic health therapist, okay? You are an amazing pelvic health therapist, truly. You can help solve 95% of the cases that come in, no matter if they have this crazy diagnosis or a very simple version of leakage, okay? You can solve it. You have to know actually how to communicate. Let me say that again. Not the manual skills that you know, it's you giving the person hope and communicating how you're actually going to help this person. That's how you truly help this person. Not by your manual skills and not by taking Herman and Wallace level 25. Sorry, Herman and Wallace, but that's not the case. Okay? You have to allow the patient to envision themselves being able 
to take the journey with you and trust you that you can truly help solve the problem. And if you can do that, then you're going to be an amazing entrepreneur because if you can communicate with more and more people that way and they start to see the vision, they start to see the impact, they start to see how you can truly help, it's game over. You're going to be a freaking amazing entrepreneur. And if you don't have that skill, it's okay. That's when you invest, hire coaches or whatever else. You start learning the skill. Most of us actually don't have the skill because they never taught us that. They taught us manual techniques. But you got to learn to be like, hey, no, I'm going to take control. And let me just speak to this too. When it comes to female entrepreneurship, it is honestly the best thing you can do for your family, your life, and anyone and everyone. I mean, it truly is. It will change generation after generation in your family. It really will. And the fact of, like, for me, no one in my family ever made money. We were very, very poor growing up. Okay. It's changed my family. It really has. I've been able now to take my family, my mom, dad on vacation. I've been able to, um, you know, go see them when I need to. My dad's sick. I've been able to do the things I need to do to help take care of my family because of entrepreneurship. If I didn't have entrepreneurship, I wouldn't even be able to take off for Christmas. This was a problem. I couldn't, when at my old job, I couldn't even take off. My dad has metastatic cancer and I couldn't even go see him at Christmas because I had to work. That's not okay. It's literally not okay. So if you're thinking, man, I just, it's not the right time. Yes, it is. This is the only time. This is a must. You must just try this and it doesn't take much. You can get your business started in two days. It's called Amazon. Get a table, lube, lotion. That's your business. That's it. S-O-A-P on your computer. Venmo for payment. Done. You now have a business. That's all you freaking need. Don't care about the LLC. Please don't say you need an LLC, okay? But that's it. And you just get started. Be fearless. Don't be scared. I know that most of us are scared, but just say, you know what? I'm just going to try this. And I tell my team that every day. Like, let's just try this and go for it. And what happens? That PT job that you thought you wanted, guess what? It's still going to be there tomorrow and they're still going to be asking. They're still going to be asking to have you come and um, be on their team, okay? Instead, take a risk on yourself because it's the best investment you possibly can make and you will get there. It may be slow, maybe in the middle, or maybe fast. Depends on how bad your pain is. That's why you got to figure out what in your past life caused you so much pain that's actually going to move you forward to get out of that pain quickly. And that's the biggest thing. So hopefully this gives you some insight on just entrepreneurship. It's an overall, you know, overview of, of just what it takes. If you're looking for more tips and tricks on how to specifically like start your business and all that, we've made podcasts on that before. So make sure you go back and, you know, uh, watch those. But I think just want to come on and truly, how do you become a female entrepreneur in the pelvic health space? This is it. You have to have these skill sets. You have to know your pain points. You have to be scared. You have to basically have no money because that's going to drive you faster to get more patients. You have to use the pain to become the power that actually moves you forward. You've got to know your strengths. That's huge. You've got to know your strengths and keep using that to move everything forward. 
So hopefully you guys learned some stuff from this today. But most of you guys, if you're listening to this, today's the day to start your business and let's go. So let me know if you guys have any questions. I'd be happy to talk. Peace. I consider myself a business and life coach. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams as an entrepreneur? If so, let's chat. See the episode notes below and go ahead and book a call. See you all next week.